Good evening <clears throat> and welcome to Sweet Blessings, the Anna L. Brother Show and Podcast, where we inspire, we encourage, and we empower people to live a healthier lifestyle. So this evening, or the purpose, let me go about the purpose of this podcast, is to provide uh, workshops, speakers, and uh, guests uh, who are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things uh, in their life. And they have affected quite a few people's lives uh, along the way. And I think that they have stories that need to be told when I have a, a guest on. However, I do do uh, uh, workshops. I had a workshop also with uh, three of my guests who have done crafts. And the crafts, all three of the crafts was, was different. So I try to provide things where um, it's very helpful in, 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 in all of those areas, physical, mental, emotional, social, as well as financial, all of those areas, because it's all, it's all of those areas, the whole being of the person, and one is not good without the other. So uh, sometimes there's going to be some ups and downs in those areas, but I try to provide uh, knowledge, and I don't know everything, so I sometimes I have guests on and uh, to uh, expound on things. And though I am, my name is Anna, and I forgot to tell you that, and I am a retired school teacher, and even though I'm a retired school teacher, I don't know everything. So, um, and I found that, uh, well, I knew that out, but I think it became more prevalent to me when uh, my mother was ill and uh, she was had dementia. And I, I swear to God that I was in my uh, 50s or maybe 60s before, uh, you know, I really knew anything about that. And so I figured that since I didn't know, other people didn't know. And so uh, being the teacher in me, I felt like it was, that was my calling and that I needed to get out and provide information to other people as well. And so uh, that is what I'm doing. And the podcast basically kind of fell into uh, my lap. I, you know, uh, my mother always said, you just don't ever know, um, you know, who's going to affect your life. And so I, in my life, I've been able to meet quite a few people and someone reached out to me <laughs> to be a part of the CTR Media Network. And I just want you to know that uh, the CTR Media Network reaches mm. over 350 million uh, uh, listeners mm. as well as 100 million households. So uh, it is a well-known, and I'm so proud of the owner because it is uh, Black-owned as well. So as we go, I just want to, so you know I've been talking about a whole lot of things since the beginning of the year. We've talked about goals and all of those things. So for the month of uh, September and uh, August, I thought I would talk a little bit about school since everyone was going back to school uh, uh, this this time of the year. Uh, some of them have already started. And then I wanted to talk about the different types of schools. So I kind of broke it down to 
all of the different types of schools. And really and truly, I didn't know it was that many uh, private and um, <sighs> public schools. Okay, there are, it's quite a few. And then I talked about the daycares uh, as, as a, a little bit, the different varieties. And there is a lot, quite a few varieties as well in, in the field of early childhood uh, education. And it's always good to know these things because you really want the best fit for your child. So before I begin, because I have a very special guest for you all this evening, but before I begin, begin, let me do a few little housekeeping here. I just, this is for my Facebook people. So uh, you know that you can support me by sending stars and stars help me earn money to, to make more uh, content as well. Now I do, um, <clears throat> let me come out of this. Uh, these are my, uh, this is my website. I'm going to show you my uh, website here real quick. And it's a bit. So uh, this is where you can um, go if you want. And um, it has my sponsorship programs there as well as uh, if you want to be a guest on my program, you can go there and do that, but you can also email me. And then this is my email. So if you want to email me about any questions that you might have or anything like that, uh, that's prevalent to being on um, Sweet Blessings, because you might have some Sweet Blessings that uh, you would like the world to know uh, about. Um, I just asked, uh, I'm going to put this up here too, because I always ask for people to subscribe to my YouTube channel. That is the the, the channel that I'm really trying to, um, I'm trying to build them all, but that one is the newest one. I'm not really uh, up on YouTube, and so I'm trying to build my audience. I'm doing pretty well with it, I, uh, <laughs> with that, but if you could just subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, as well. I'm also on Facebook. I do Facebook lives um, three times a week. Uh, basically, those lives are with my other business, which is I do. I'm a jury consultant. Um, I'm also an educational consultant. I'm an author as well. So, um, and I do health. I, I do. I'm, I multitask at you all, as most of you all. Uh, basically, no, I am also on Instagram, but I do only do lives on Instagram once a week. Okay, I, I do do that as well. There's some other things that I want to do, but I just sometimes you just cannot find the time in the day. <laughs> you just can't find the time in the day to uh, to do all of those uh, things. So hopefully uh, this will give you things. So we're going to take a brief break. And then when I come back, I am going to introduce you to our guest, our special guest tonight. And she is uh, Janice Bell Martin. She is the founder and CEO of Undercarry Learning Centers. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? 
CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Well, we are back, and I am going to, uh, this is my um, Janice, and I'm going to bring her on to the platform in just a few moments uh, and have her introduce uh, herself. Uh, And she is going to tell us about, um, before I introduce, I want to tell you my story with her, because uh, we go way back. We go way back, and um, I told you that I'm an educational consultant, and so her daycare is one of the daycares that, one of the first daycares that I mentored for the state, and um, and I'm going to tell you, it was in 2004, and uh, she has come such, I'm so proud, I'm proud of her, I'm just so proud and honored uh, that she would uh, consider coming on. And she's going to tell you a little bit about her journey. She is a religious person, a family person. She is just, she's awesome, you all. And so without further ado, I am going to bring on Miss Martin. Hold on. So good evening and welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Glad to have you on. Thanks for having me. Yes, I've told them just a little bit about my story, you know, as as far as how I uh, know you. But um, tell us a little bit about you as a person first. Okay. Yeah, those years went really fast. (laughs) They went fast when you say it that way. But um, I'll start. Um, I am um, married. I've been married now. We just celebrated 36 years uh, to my husband, Derek, and I have one daughter. Um, uh, I am next to the youngest. uh, I have uh, seven siblings, four brothers, three sisters. Uh, I'm next to the baby. (laughs) Um, And um, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. And with a two-parent household, so, and I am, I always tell everybody, I'm a daddy's girl. My father passed away in 99, God bless his soul. But um, he uh, was right there when we first started our business in 1996, when we opened officially. We actually started in our home, my husband and I. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, and my Mm -hmm. family has been part of this journey, you know, all, all the way through. I've always had family working with me, working beside me, along with my husband, working a full-time job to help pay the bills when the business struggled. Right, I, <laughs> I always tell everybody the first five years, we made no money. <laughs> you know, we just put it all back in. But uh, it's been worth the journey. It really is. We, we've been uh, tremendously blessed to be able to still be in business when so many other, you know, child care facilities have shut down or chose to go out of, bi- out, you know, out of business because it's a difficult thing. But I'm enjoying the ride. Okay. I'm enjoying the ride. Okay. Now, uh, I know you said a lot of uh, other daycares and stuff have uh, closed, and uh, and you you all have managed to to stay open, but not only stay open, but grow. Okay. Yes. 
So um, I'm, 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 I'm curious as to what do you feel um, is your secret? You know, <laughs> um, I, I think I named the center after my mother. Okay. Um, and like I said, we grew up on the south side of Chicago. My parents, we had such a large family. My, both my parents worked two jobs. But my mother always made time for the community. Um, we we joked a lot about, we always got other kids in this house. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, she was always, you know, if a, a child was in need or a family house caught on fire, or if we had a, a cousin that was moving here to go to school, or uh, we, we, we used to joke, they, they under Carrie's care. Here come another, you know, that family just knew Carrie would take care of them. And mm-hmm. we just made it a joke. And so when I said, I'm going to open the business, it was under Carrie's care because we were raised to just take care of everybody. And anybody who comes into our center or chooses to enroll, we want you to feel like you're family. And that's our push. And that's our goal is to always feel like your family, somebody you can talk to about a problem, whether it's with the child care center or personal, we're going to try to help you. We're going to try to help you. We are not here to hurt or harm. We're here to help. So, and um, I, I wanted to also say that uh, that same quality that you all have in your upbringing, you can see that in your. Uh, that's my goal. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, you can, you can. You can see that. You can see the nurturing. And I've always, and I always, you know, I always talk about you all and how proud I am uh, of this, of you all, because you all have undertaken. It's a a hard task. Mm -hmm. And not only is it a hard task, but sometimes people's perception Mm -hmm. of daycares in the Black community are different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's important to me as an educator, that uh, people are aware that there are quality and developmentally appropriate practices going on Mm -hmm. in the um, Black community. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, now I know you said that I'm looking at your, you know, bio here. (laughs) And it says that you, you know, you spearheaded the growth from serving 23 students to currently being licensed to serve over 400. And you also have a new facility. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I know it didn't happen overnight. No, no, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I was in um, banking. Um, I, I worked in Northern Trust Bank for, I think, 12 years before I left. And when I left, I started tutoring at home. I was tutoring and my aunt had a center in the city. I would go and volunteer and I would help her, help students and do things like that in my free time. And then I would come home and I would tutor. And it kind of went into after school care. And then, you know, a friend had a child, another friend had a child until we had uh, like, I was taking care of like 10 kids in the home. And then my husband said, okay, that's enough. They got And we looked upon this small facility and that's what we started. My intention was to stay that small facility because I enjoy spending that time with those children. When they were in my home, we had breakfast, lunch, we had dinner. Uh, you know, it wasn't just a weekday. It was more like a family. Mm-hmm. I, I need to, I need to go back a little bit. I, when I, um, when I left the bank, I had had a loss. I lost two sons, one with pneumonia 
uh-huh. and one uh, had a heart defect. And so after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this business stuff anymore. I'm just going to stay home for a while. And then it kind of grew from there. And uh, mm-hmm. But I just believe in loving on everybody. So when we opened, we opened the small facility in 96 and we grew so fast. And then an opportunity came, the old post office closed up and the guy that owned the post office building contacted me and asked that I want it. And I was like, sure. That's so God. he worked out this wonderful deal with me because nobody was lending. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he let me pay him rent for two years and said, okay, I'll help you get a loan in two years. It, you know, but you gotta, I want you to give me a loan to pay me off in two years. And um, it, it worked out that I was able to do that. And um, so we went from that 23 on up to 74. And each, every few years we grew up a little bit more and a little bit more. So this new facility, I went to rent classrooms. I did not <laughs> go to buy. <laughs> I was trying to make my life easier because I had went to four buildings, four buildings, four directors, four different sets of staff. And it's difficult. It's, it's really difficult to, to grasp the program and the people and try to make everybody move in the same direction. Um because we hire, fire, hire, fire, because I want people that genuinely care about children. We don't get everything right every time, but every time a, a disappointed customer or client leaves, we learn from it. And then mm-hmm. we don't want to make that mistake again. And I believe in that. And so if you're going to continue to make the same mistakes, you can't stay with us. <laughs> you know, this is not for you. And um, but with that said, I this space, we were doing trainings. Uh, we had father's events and father's meetings. It was just too much in our little space. And then with us running. So I started working, trying to lease this space. They said, no, somebody else was getting it. Then they, that fell through and another company was getting it and that fell through and another. And one Sunday, my attorney called and said, okay, the archdiocese wants to know if you still want this property. And I was like, oh yeah, I only wanted the classrooms. I didn't want 57,000 square feet. I just needed the classrooms. (laughs) She said, well, the kicker is you have to buy it. And and I had no plans to buy that facility. But I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. Let's do it. And I talked to my husband and we were overwhelmed. But everything fell into place. Everything fell into place. We're still working in the facility, but the classrooms are going. And we're still working on the other. But all the little things I was doing in all the buildings, I can do it in this one facility now. Mm -hmm. Um, The classrooms, the teen programs, the father's programs. We can do it all. And some, we're still working to get there, but it's coming. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, I'm I'm, I'm impressed with uh, that because you you don't want to just... You just don't want to be for the little kids. You want to be for the whole community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the community. That, uh, and so um, I noticed because, see, I visited recently and I noticed that and it was during the summertime. So mm-hmm. I noticed that there was some, you got camps going on. Yes. There. And uh, so uh, is it from your students or from the students in the community? It's, it's both. It's, it's students that come from the community and students who return for the summer and they in different school districts now, but they can't return for the summer. Mm-hmm. This summer we had um, 93 students 
I hired, um, we were able to hire 13 teams to work. Oh, great. Um, until my, you know, we just didn't pay ourselves this whole summer from the, well, actually from the spring to the summer so that we can make sure we had funding for the teams. We were looking for grants, but we, we just didn't get anything. But once the children make 13, it's really not a lot to do in our community. Mm-hmm. And if the students come and say, well, I just want to volunteer or the parent, I don't want them to sit at home all day. Well, we're going to try to find some space for you. Go on and do your, you know, and they, and they get the training. Um, we train them and it's on the job training, but you know what, Anna, it's funny that the students who came up through that program, they make the best camp leaders. I know they do. I know. <laughs> they know what to do. They know the songs. They remember. Okay. <laughs> you know, they know the line up. They know the tricks. And it's, it's so funny to see it like, oh, you know, and they tell you, oh, Miss Such and Such taught me that a long time ago, you know. So, uh-huh. You think uh, they're but, not learning, but they really are learning and they really are listening and observing. Uh, and, uh, and, and, yeah, they, children they, can tell you, you know, when the teacher's absent, the children can tell the, the substitute what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Uh-uh, we don't do it this way. Uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how they are, you know. Mm-hmm. They tell on you. They, 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 they're going to tell on you. Uh, but uh, I am so grateful. Uh, now, I know uh, that you do. Uh, we're going to break for a commercial, and then we're going to come back. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's break, let's break for a li- another little a commercial. Now, this one is a early childhood commercial. I know you're going to truly, truly enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. The mailman came. I hope my sweet little thing cook is in here. I, I just hope it's in here. Let me see. Let me open this up. That's it. That's it. Sweetless thing cookie. That sweetless thing cookie. Oh, I'ma have me a ball now. Let me just get this right here. Sweetless thing cookie. That sweetless thing cookie. Oh yeah. I finally got my cookies. The sweetless thing cookies. Oh yeah. I'ma have fun. This pack is kind of big though. Man, I got a lot of cookies. Oh, yeah, this is best, this the best day ever. I'm trying to tell you, I got my, my, my cookies, and I'm going to eat these cookies, and ain't nobody going to stop me. Wait, what? Marie, what you doing, man? You can't have those cookies right now. I'm sorry, we about to eat dinner. Once we finish dinner, then you can have those cookies. Go ahead, put them up. Go ahead, put them up. Are you serious, bruh? I got sweetless thing cookies, and now I gotta wait for dinner? <sighs> Fine, can I at least look at the cookies? Thank you. Oh my goodness, I had waited all this time now. I gotta do all this. Ah. Fine. Oh yeah. Cookies on both. 
all this is is a can of salmon and some frozen biscuit. Bruh cannot cook. I know he don't think I'ma eat this. Ain't no way. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Daddy. Daddy. Where are you? You set me up, homie. You had me about to eat a can of salmon and some frozen biscuit. I'm not down with that. I want my sweet little stain cookies. My sweet little stain cookies. Carrot cook. Is this what I'm saying? I was born by the river in a little old tank. Just like that river, I was running ever since. Mmm. 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 Marie. Hey man. It ain't what it, not what it thinks. I'm sorry. I was just gonna eat one cookie, but I ate them all. It's not my fault, Marie. I know I know better than this. You try to set me up. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's some friends of mine made that for me. For me. That is so I cute. I love it. I love it. It's got the puppets and everything because, yeah. you know, I really want to do things for everybody. So I want to have something for the children as well. So. That is cute. Yeah, we want some cookies. Would <laughs> <laughs> you want some cookies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, next time I make some, I'll bring some. Uh, I'll bring some. But, but I wanted to uh, let the audience know you have won numerous awards. Could you tell us a little bit about some of those awards that you have uh, won? Okay. Or been um, recognized for things that recognized. you have been recognized well, for. One of the first big ones was the NACI accreditation, which where we met and you helped us through that. Um, you know, and I always tell everybody when you came out and I, I'm such a stickler for every little thing. And you just finally said, Janice, you need to just stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're never going to be a credit because I wanted everything to be perfect. perfect. Yeah. And it's you just no, it's gonna not going to be perfect. You just strive to do better, and they want to see that you're working. And I, ha I, I had to step out of it because we, I, I was never satisfied with the way things were yeah. looking or appearing. And I know what I had in plan, my plan. You know, I, I heard. I think TDJ said you dreamed on something and you thought about it, and it came to you in your sleep, and you got up and you knew. Now you go try to tell somebody what you saw. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and, and it's hard. But I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. I know what to do. And you don't get what you put, you know, because they didn't mm -hmm. see that. So, but that was one, Nacy, and we're really proud of that. Um, because at the time when we got it, I think it was only one other center that was in the South Suburbs. That's right. Um, and um, that was one of the larger corporations. So we were yeah. one of the first smaller business um, centers that, you know, community mm -hmm. centers that did it. Um and I think it was like University of Chicago facility that was, so it was somebody, you know, really large that we did it. Um, and so thank you for that because that kind of stepped us up and we kept moving from there. Um, we were one of the first uh, centers that were awarded the uh, preschool for all um, 
grant. Um, we were we got uh, three classrooms, and um, and then that grew from there. So now we have um, six classrooms and another partnership with the school district. Um, we were recognized by Tony Preckwinkle for a community uh, uh, center that we out for our outreach that we do with the community. And we were recognized by the Riverdale Park District and the Riverdale Mayor for that. We, we really are committed to our community. Um, I, I work with our students, the family, and my staff. Uh, when you come and work for us, I want everybody to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I work to show my staff how to um, buy homes and how to invest in homes and how to invest, how to get retirement planning, how to, uh, we, so I do those kind of things in order to make them better, to help them and their families. So, um, so we've been recognizing, um, we have the, it was hard to say, Anna, because we were, you know, when you have a large family, everybody keeps you in your place. And it's kind of like, well, all those pieces of paper mean nothing. You still got work to do. I know. That's what I tell people about your degree. Your degree is just a piece of paper. I said, you know, it's it's about what's in your heart. Yeah. It, it really is what's about what's in, you know in your in your in your heart. But uh I can remember and I'm gonna tell this story. I know you don't you might not remember, but uh I can remember um Janice coming to me and saying that the mayor, I think it was the mayor then was wanted to know what she was doing with the children because they were coming to uh, the regular school, the public school, and they were so advanced. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember you telling me that, and they mm-hmm. wanted to come. They wanted to come and 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 see. And so, um, I, I I want to talk a little bit about since you you know you kind of touched on it a little bit. I know that you're kind of in real estate. Yes. Okay. And so uh, tell us a little bit about that as well. Okay. So, um, yes, my husband and I are, uh, I want people call me a serial entrepreneur because I do a lot of reading and (laughs) I do a lot of reading and I like to learn all types of things. But um, our our first home was a fixer upper. And then we sold that home and and that got us off on that start. Um, So we, um, at one time I had as many as 32 tenants. um, And, but my husband is a licensed contractor and uh, he kind of does some of everything from plumbing to, uh, to, you know, we tell him he can fix it. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, he has certification in automotive. Uh, He has license to install heating and air systems. So, that's why this big project was kind of good for, you know, for him. But um, I just, and I enjoy it. I enjoy going to auctions, buying properties. Uh, I enjoy the work. I don't do as much on my knees as I used to, but it was usually just he and I fixing uh-huh. up the houses. And uh, so I'm used to uh, flooring and painting and patching walls of, uh, you know, uh, I'm just well, wondering I, why I am just not hearing about all this. Yeah, I, I do all of those things now. I don't have to do them anymore because I saw my knees are bad and I can't get them lightened anymore. I got these spots from crawling on them all the time. But um, no, we've we've done that. And um, my mom, uh, my mom and my, one of my sisters, we partnered in a business also, and we also purchased property. So my husband and I had properties, and my mom. I was also in the corporation with my mom and my sister. And we also did the same thing. Um, 
Yeah. That's interesting. That would be a, a nice little topic to maybe, you know, other people might be interested in uh, learning, you know, how to go about that. Because I'm all about uh, Black entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and, you know, Black supporting each other in our businesses mm -hmm. and, and and things like that. So uh, that mm -hmm. might be. And I, I, I just feel like um, we need to... You know, I think we could do better if we knew. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's my thing. Yes. And so that is one of the main reasons for this podcast, because I, I want to try to get the information. Uh, and that's one of the things we want to do with the new space. When we finish the other side, which we call Legacy, uh -huh. um, when we finish that, we do want to go back and do um, uh, credit repair. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I have a community partnership with uh, Chase Bank. And uh, we have a guy that comes out and work with parents. Um, but we want to start having more classes for okay. that uh, credit repair. And just sitting with the people, showing them how to do it. I don't think people intentionally, you know, get their credit messed up. It's just you get caught up and things happen. Yeah, you do. But you you do. need someone. And sometimes people just need you to hold their hand through that process. And, and, I, and I enjoy do. doing that. I enjoy it. So yeah. They don't know what to do. Or yes. how to go about to do it, and you feel defeated, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I have um, in in, in the years we've been we just celebrated uh, what twenty six or twenty? I'm, I think it's twenty six years. But um, we've had I've had about maybe maybe eight employees that we taught how to buy the homes and do the you know credit. Mm -hmm. I haven't been as many as I like, but um, you know we've done that, and I do want to do more of that. I do want to do more of that. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, it doesn't matter how many. If you just reach one person, mm -hmm. to me, that's a, a, a improvement because that person will improve. And then, and then in turn, it's like a, a trickle. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's they like do. A so um, oh, I am just, that's I'm thrilled. I'm just mm -hmm. really thrilled uh, to uh, hear of that. Now, we are going to take one more commercial break. <laughs> Don't show me any cookies because I'm I'm going for cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is not this one is not on uh, 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 cookies, I'm but right. <laughs> uh, but it's a little it's a little different. Okay. All of the all of my commercials are different. So mm -hmm. uh, here we go. The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, mental health, resources, and life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today on Amazon.com by simply searching the Homeschooling Interactive Magazine. The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, helping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy from Amazon today. Alrighty, we are back. And I wanted to um, talk a little bit about, let me see, I wrote it down. And you can tell the you can tell the audience what it means because you know sometimes I get the acronyms or the letters. Oh, okay. Around, but B C D I. Um, okay. it, it is an organization. She's going to tell you what those stand for. I I do know what each one of them. I think I do, but sometimes I mess up. So would you tell them about that? How it got started and uh, what actually do you all do? 
Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share that. Um, that's um, BCDI, that's uh, Black Child Development Institute, but it's part of a national organization, which is the National Black Child Development Institute. Uh, we are, I'm a part of the Chicago affiliate. I'm the secretary, and I've been the secretary, I want to say eight years now for the Chicago affiliate. Um, our president is Sharifa Walton. Um, and they have been active. This has been a national organization. We're celebrating 52 years this year. We have a conference every year, national conference every year. This year, we're going to be in Charlotte. What the organization does is provide uh, education surrounded around literacy and health and well-being for uh, Black families, Black and Brown families. Um, we, um, they primarily focus on serving those families that have children age zero through third grade. Um, we do provide books, free books, uh, do back to school drives. Uh, we do uh, as ca uh, uh, an activity that we do with families. It's uh, I think a six week project and I'm drawing blank on the name, but um, it's to help families learn how to work with your children at home. And you have a session, they have to commit every Saturday. They And it was a Zoom, this last one was a Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, and the parents get an award at the end of it, but they interact with one another um, and just share how they're gonna work with their child, how what their child needs. And the parents really share and help each other. So we have another one that's uh, Read to Succeed. Read to Succeed is uh, like a lending library years ago you had the kids had a bag of books mm -hmm. come and get the books um they take the you know, lose about 10 books in the back they keep that bag for like 10 10 days then they come back and change another bag but it's allowing the parents to commit to reading with the children mm -hmm. um we have a laundry cares program where you put books in the lot in, in the laundromat they can come and get the books and just their children are there with the parents gives them something to do and the parents can read to them, um, and we and, and I stand behind that. I like that it's a, a uh, an organization that's surrounding parent involvement, children mm -hmm. involvement, and reading and literacy. Which you you know, reading takes you everywhere. It and I, 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 I love reading. I read kind of some of everything. <laughs> I read, and I have a stack of books by my bed. I still haven't got through, but everybody knows that. Like what? You want what would you like for the gift? I have a book to buy for me because I'll get to it. <laughs> you know, one day I'll get to it. But um, it's a great organization. We have a lot of support from legislators. We had a legislative breakfast um, two Saturdays ago, and we had about maybe five legislators from Illinois that came. Mm -hmm. We had one of the national representatives um, that spoke. Um, but it's a lot of stars that's involved, different movie stars. Um, one year I was at the conference, and I don't know if you all remember the the movie, uh, TV show, Man Called Hawk. Um, mm -hmm. He was there. And I'm sitting next to this man, and I was like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. But when you have the national conference, literally, the stars, the legislators, Congress people, um, different funders, philanthropists, they're walking around because all of these people care about our children. Mm -hmm. And it just fills your heart to see Thank that God. many of us uh, speaking and communicating, seeing what we can do 
for our kids. The last, this last program year, they were talking about the uh, the CARES Act, the Crown Act. Crown Act was a big push because mm-hmm. so many children, our children, were being discriminated at school about the hair, exactly. cutting their locks, telling them to tie the hair up, or you can't wear your hair that way. Um, and we were really pushing that. We helped with that, and that that legislation did pass. So um, now this new one is, um, I can't think of what that legislation is going to be called. We'll talk about it more when we go to national next mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about the body shaming that's being done to our black and brown girls. Mm-hmm. Wear the school uniform. You can't wear a skirt because the way you made, they don't say it that way. Right, right. They have time after time showing examples of how our girls can't wear that shirt or we can't wear that skirt or that uniform type. You have to buy, wear something else because of the way we made our hips, our body, our you know, our breasts. And it's, it's, they're treated unfairly. Um, so I want to hear more about that because I experienced that. I have a niece now is in school in high school in um, North Carolina. Well, they told her she can't wear jogging pants anymore. They told her <laughs> her um, her thighs are too big, um, and she can't wear jogging pants. So her mother said, "Well, you can't tell her nothing." But it's just now it's this body shaming because the right. way made. You know, well, did you tell all the other kids they can't wear jogging pants? Well, you know, so it's those types of things. But we we stand behind those types of things that are affecting our children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. I, and I love being a part of that organization. Oh, yeah. I've been to uh, several of their uh, meetings and uh, everything. I, I would uh, join and I possibly will still join. It's just that my schedule is so over. And mm-hmm. I, I'm the type of person, I don't know if you uh, know, but I'm the type that when I get involved, I want to be involved. Mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, just sit back. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. a sit back person. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I see you, you. I was writing down all of these, the YouTube, the Facebook. I was trying to keep up with it. <laughs> you are extremely busy. Yeah, I am very. And, you know, I still, I have not done, I, I, I love doing my uh, uh kids corner and i you know i haven't done that in a little mm-hmm. while and i that is one of the things because i want this podcast not to be for just adults but it needs to be for families and mm-hmm. um letting the family and letting the family know what they can do with their children as well so that i'm, I'm very uh fine i'm very uh fond of that and doing those type of things as well so I do have uh let me see what's my next question for you. We're gonna take another short break and then I'm gonna come back and ask you one last question and I'll let you think about it while we're on the commercial break. Okay. It is um what would you like to leave us with today? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let me get to my shoes. This this one here is cute. Go.
okay, okay, okay. We are back. So did you think about that? I made it short so you wouldn't have to think so long. Oh, I, I know what, what any, anybody that I talk to, prayer. <laughs> prayer works. Prayer changes things. I believe it. You can't change my mind about it. Um, it's, I still pray in the morning. I pray every night still on my knees. And as long as I can get on my knees, I will be praying on my knees. Um, and uh, just, um, I just remind people just to, things happen and everything is not the end of the world. I, I usually, when I pray and then I meditate, I usually get my answer. I don't go to bed worrying about things. If I go to bed worrying about it, I write it down. I get up, I write it down, tell myself I'll worry about it tomorrow, and I sleep well. So that's as much as I can tell anybody. Well, that's 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 a good thing. Prayer answers all things. I I'm a, a spiritual person myself, and uh, I do want to say that uh, I put down at the bottom of the screen where you can get in contact with uh, Janet. Just for oh, uh, any of those uh, things that she talked about, I'm sure that she can expound on them, uh, as well as the daycare, the other, uh, the real estate. As you can see, she is a a person that is doing extraordinary things. I have begged her to come on, y'all. <laughs> I asked her. I've asked her a long time ago, and I'm just so thankful that she finally agreed to come because I think. You know, it might be somebody out there that is trying to uh, start a daycare. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 like I said, there are all different uh, different types. But I hope that this evening we have inspired you, and I hope that we have encouraged you, and I hope that uh, we have empowered you uh, to live a healthier lifestyle. Uh, we are going to close, and you know I always close with my three L's, but I'm going to ask Janet for you to hold on. Don't go off. Uh, okay. I, I do have a little routine that I got to go through to end the show, sure, but sure. I, I will be, I'm going to put you backstage, and then we're going to come and talk after I end the uh, program and uh, um, everything. So I always leave with my three L's because I feel like the three L's are the epitome of life. So you want to live your life. The first one is, is live. So you want to live your life to the fullest. Make sure that you are doing those type of things in your life that bring you fulfillment, you know, to make you happy. Because if you're happy and doing those type of things, then you will live a healthier lifestyle. The second one is to laugh. Make sure that you find somewhere in your life to laugh because laughter is good for the soul. It does a whole, you can be so sad if something will come along and just make you laugh. You try your best not to laugh, but you just breaks through and you just got to do it. But it's good. You feel so much better uh, after that. And then the last one is love. Love. Make sure you love. In the Bible, it says you should love everyone. Mm -hmm. And um, I used to talk to my grandmother about loving everyone and she said baby you know it's very difficult to love everyone she said but you can love everyone it's just that some people you have to love with a long wooden spoon 
And so you keep that in mind when you come in contact with those people who kind of irritate you a little bit. You want to love them. They need your love the most. Okay. And then the most important thing is don't forget to love yourself. Self-love. Self-love is the greatest love. So with that being said, we are going to bid you adieu. And I hope that you have enjoyed sweet blessings and make sure that you spread kindness in your day. Have a great one. Bye-bye.